Hello guys and welcome back to Random Talk Podcast. Literally two seconds ago, I decided that I wanted to record an episode for you guys. So hello, welcome back today. Um, Well, I don't necessarily know what I'm talking about, so let's just get right into it. Buckle up, get maybe a cup of tea, some Takis if you want. And while you're at it, go and check out our YouTube channel, which is titled Random Talk. And yeah, let's dive right in. Cameron. Our job is to keep you from playing video games and instead give you a new point of view on everything. Whether that's a podcast about doing all-nighters or specifically for boredom, we're here to help. We provide healthy entertainment and insight for preteens and teens. We're Random Talk! So, as you guys probably just heard by the intro, um, me and Aubrey normally do this podcast together, but that is actually one thing that I wanted to kind of explain in this first segment of today's episode. It's that Aubrey kind of quit random talk, and um, I had a lot of fun with her, but I respect that decision because she was having a hard time juggling everything, and because we live in different time zones, it is so hard and was so hard to, like, FaceTime and make sure videos got posted while still maintaining a podcast, and so we just wanted to take that off of her plate, and hopefully she can still be featured in some episodes at some point, but now... I'm, I run Random Talk, so that's like a big thing that I'm actually going to be announcing on the YouTube channel a little later, which you guys kind of get a sneak peek into what that news will be. Um, it will be like in the form of an announcement. That's probably what the title of the video will be, but I just wanted to let you guys know and so you are aware of what is happening and you might be confused as to why we haven't posted an a podcast episode for so long and she has not been any of our, in any of our videos for a while as well so um yeah today today's podcast episode i'll be doing by myself Okay, so hello, how are your guys' days going? I have actually had a really productive day. I'm in the middle of filming a video um, where I wake up at 5 a.m. for the whole week, and so it is Thursday right now when I'm filming this, and it's insane how much more productive I've been, and so yeah, it's like 3.30 in the afternoon, and I basically don't have anything to do for the rest of the day, and that's a very refreshing feeling, like honestly... I don't know. It it was nice to wake up at 5 a.m. and get to this point and just really have nothing to do, which not in a bad way. A lot of people can like be use that term to explain boredom, but I'm just using it to like say I don't have anything that I like have to do for school or for anything in specific, which is very very nice. Um on my YouTube channel, I talked about this challenge that I'm actually doing with my cousin where I have to read 7 million words by the end of the school year. And so right now I'm literally on the grind reading one to two books every single day, which yeah, it's hard, but I think I got this and I really hope that I do because the reward is going to Universal Studios at the end of the school year, which 
I would literally be so pumped to do. I'm a big fan of Harry Potter. Um, I'm actually reading the seventh book of Harry Potter this summer in our family because we're such big fans of Harry Potter. Every year, starting it when you're like, I can't remember, nine, um, one of our parents will read to us uh, the first Harry Potter book and so every year on our birthday we read the next one and I started a little early because obviously I'm the oldest child and um, the rules were different back then but this year in July I'll be starting and finishing um, the seventh Harry Potter book which is the last one I'm really excited for it but that also means the adventure is over which I'm kind of sad about but yeah I'm a big Harry Potter fan and I've actually been to Universal Studios like once with my whole family and some of my cousins and it was only for a day though and we only went to like one of the parks uh we did it, it was the Diagon Alley Park and it was really fun and just cool to hang out there and stuff so yeah I've been there once before but there are definitely so many more things that I could explore so I am really on the grind for reading right now. I'm actually reading a series that I love. I definitely recommend it to you guys. It's called The Selection. I got the first book for Christmas from someone and the cover is kind of questionable and I was like skeptical of it at first, but it's so, so cool and such a good series. I'm reading the second book right now and it's like, I don't even know. I, I can't predict where this is going. It's so good and I'm on my toes the whole time and yeah so I think you guys should definitely read that also reminder to drink your water I have my water right here I don't know if you can hear the ice but I'm gonna take a sip right now and so should you But yeah, so that's the main update, reading a lot, doing school. Tomorrow, I will actually be seeing Aubrey in the morning, which I'm so excited for because she lives in Iowa and I haven't seen her for so, so long and I'm really excited to see her again. And so I'll be seeing her tomorrow morning because she's going to be in town over Easter because her brother actually, um, like, lives here, <laughs> but yeah, so she's going to be in town seeing her tomorrow morning. Then I'll also be going ice skating and to uh, dinner with some friends, which is going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, like Sunday and Monday, I literally saw Ellie, my friend, two days in a row and it was insane. It was also, I mean, it was really cool. We had fun. So yeah. So, yeah, I've, yeah, a ton of, a ton has gone on is all I'm going to say, but I just wanted to talk to you guys really fast about how writing has helped my faith in Christianity, and it's a very unique topic and something that not a lot of people would think to, like, connect writing and Christianity and stuff, but it has actually helped me a ton, and it's, it's so cool. First off, reading as it is just being able to step into somebody else's shoes and live their life and just learn something from it while it not being like in a preachy style. You know what I mean? I love that and I always come away after finishing a book with such a great attitude and so satisfied and I mean it has to be a good book obviously but like I don't know I really enjoy a really good book which I mean I feel like anyone would right? But yeah. I don't know if that's just me, but books are wonderful. <laughs> that might be the title of this podcast episode. Books are wonderful. But yeah, so for writing, I 
follow or I I'm subscribed to Abby Emmons on YouTube and she wrote a book called a hundred days of sunlight that is so good on YouTube she provides writing tips and they're actually so so great like I the amount of help that she has given me and my writing friends is insane but she just really teaches the science to storytelling and it's it's really cool and she also has some like publishing tips on there as well but you guys should definitely go and check her out if you are interested in that kind of stuff she's the best anyways um her name's abby emmons but she talks about internal conflict basically the main science of story is the character starts out with a misbelief in their head, something that is not true. So for example, a very simple idea is that they are not loved. That is their idea that is at the beginning of the story and then this idea has been based off of a past experience which we call backstory. And so at one point in their life there was a shifting point and they got this idea in their head that they are not loved. Basically, the story tells the story of how they figure out that they are loved, and there's a ton of like little details to that, but the misbelief can change every time, and so it's just basically the swap of a truth that you want to tell, something that you want other people to know. For example, you could want other people to know that they are enough. The Also, I am using a ton of bland ones now just because I can't think up a very creative example on the spot, but basically you could want people to know that like they are enough, they are perfect the way they are, and so maybe your main character, um, at the beginning, they feel like they're not enough, like they have to prove themselves, and Yeah, so basically that's what Abby teaches, and she goes into a lot of detail about this. So, I have basically applied this to everything in my life. I cannot watch a movie without thinking about the internal conflict and what is going on inside of the character and just seeing it all unfold, because literally this science goes along with almost every good story. Like, when you think about it and you look at the science, it's it's just true. But, yeah, so... I am thinking about this internal conflict 24-7. When I'm reading a book, I seek out that internal conflict and so I can better understand the book. So you may be wondering at this point, how has this internal conflict affected my faith? And like I just said, it has infected almost every aspect of my life and just how I look at a ton of things. Um... But one thing that I want to say is that I journal. This might seem like I'm veering away from what I'm talking about, but I journal. And it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a diary, but I don't like using the word diary because it's so weird. And so I journaled. (laughs) But I journal and basically I use my journal as kind of a conversation to God, even though I do it in third person and I say the word God instead of you. I I don't know if that makes sense, but yes. (laughs) So I kind of pour out my thoughts on paper through journaling and that has helped me a lot when I'm trying to discover my feelings or trying to really understand a part of me or maybe a part of someone or something else. But how internal conflict has helped me with my faith is it has helped me see other people and love other people that originally I might not love or I might not like respect and I mean obviously you're supposed to respect everyone and even love your enemies but I mean, with internal conflict, I'm able to give 
other people more of a chance because I know that I don't know the whole story. And obviously everyone knows, well not everyone, but a ton of people say like, you don't know the whole story of someone, don't judge a book by its cover. But that doesn't really say anything. Saying that to people won't change if they judge someone. But really internal conflict, studying this internal conflict has helped me not judge other people. And yeah, I don't know. I obviously still judge people, like everyone judges people, but I am, I think, personally, I would say that I'm really good at keeping my feelings inside and still being kind to someone and giving them a chance for a friendship or something, and yeah, I've, I don't know, I've struggled with that t- type of stuff before and just being condescending even in like body language or something, but that's something that I've kind of veered away from at least in the slightest bit because of internal conflict. And obviously I can't blame all of this on internal conflict, like God has truly been working in my life, obviously, but I don't know, yeah, everyone in their right mind is a character in their own story. And for me to be able to understand, like, I acknowledge that the people that I interact with are characters in their own stories, and they have their own problems, and they have something that they are going to learn over the course of a time limit, not time limit, over the course of a period of time, and I just know that something must be going on, or if they're, like, mean to someone, or if they make a decision that I don't necessarily agree with, then I don't really judge them, at least at first, because... I know that there might be something in their past that maybe got them insecure or something that um, really just broke them. And a line that I have actually heard and used a lot is hurting people hurt people. Basically, this means that if you are hurting inside or if someone is hurting you, then you will like hurt other people. Maybe on purpose but maybe not maybe accidentally and that's something that I have also like acknowledged and I think I've been better at acknowledging um with internal conflict so I am kind of done with that segment about talking about internal conflict and how that has helped me with my faith I also just want to say that God has helped me with this and I guess the right word isn't really faith um maybe it's just patience in other people. I'm still struggling with, like, patience with siblings, but hopefully you guys know how it is. Is it just me? Yeah? Okay. Awkward. (laughs) Anyways, um, I mean, I don't know if faith is the right word now that I think about it, but internal conflict has helped me with my patience, and I think that that is like a chain effect, a chain effect and or a dominoes effect. I cannot talk today, guys, but I think that's like a dominoes effect and that helping with my patience, my patience has helped me with my faith. I think just thinking of everything with a new perspective and even just reading my Bible, thinking about the person that wrote like Ephesians, like thinking about Paul and thinking about the specific experiences and just being able to divulge the word has kind of, I guess, helped me connect with God. I've, in the past, I've honestly never really, I mean, recently I've learned to understand it, but in the past, I didn't really ever understand what people meant when they said, like, get to know God, get close to God, because I was like, well, he can't talk back to me. It's going to be a one kind, a one-sided conversation. It's going to feel like a one-sided conversation. How am I supposed to specifically get to know him if all I can know is his background in, like, the Bible and how he's working in people's lives um, now? Like, how am I supposed to get to know him personally 
for what that means for my life but actually like internal conflict and my patience has helped me actually connect with him more like I said I journaled and obviously that is helping me get to know God and let him get to know me even though he already knows me that doesn't really make sense but yeah so what was I even saying When are you going to be done? Quit, I'm recording. Oh. Okay, that was my brother. My brother's hanging out of my room with me. Want to say hi? Hello. Go check out my podcast, P.S. What's It Like Podcast, on all major podcast platforms. Where you listen to your podcasts. We're, <laughs> we're a podcasting family. <laughs> yes, we're a podcasting family. Anyways, so yeah, I guess the patience has helped me with my faith just and so I can be more patient with God even though it's really hard for me because I like understanding things and it's really hard to understand some of the decisions that God makes when it comes to your life or other people's lives that you care about. And so I just think inter- internal conflict has helped me with my patience and my patience has helped me with getting to know God and my faith. And so yeah, obviously my journey and getting to know God and in my my faith journey is not over yet and I'm really excited to see where that takes me but yeah I definitely have seen a lot of improvement over the last year with COVID and stuff and it's insane okay so now I want to talk about another thing that I kind of like had an epiphany about the other night which was God is kind of like an author (laughs) I've told my whole family about this and um A lot of people use, like, I don't know what form of figurative language it is, but a lot of people compare God to an author, but I've never really thought about the in-depth things about God being an author, and this thought has actually been very nice to think about. I don't know. It's been a very satisfying thought whenever I think about God being an author. Basically, how I see it is he's the author of the story of in the beginning to the end times and he knows he has a plan aka an outline for you writers out there I love outlining but he has an outline or a plan for everything that's going to happen and he knows that bad things are going to happen and he wants the best for his characters aka us and so he gears us and shifts us towards the right thing and he gives us the he gives us a mind and the power of options and being able to choose things but he already knows what we're going to choose in the end and technically he kind of controls it but that's just a weird thing in and of itself another big thing about god being Uh, kind of similar to an author is the fact that he sees every single one of us and he understands every single one of us and he loves every single one of us just like an author loves all of their characters like I love every single one of my characters every piece of dialogue every description God loves everything and he still wants the best he's um like he's been outlining for this story and he has had the end of the story planned for so long and he's so eager to get there and that's why we as characters can kind of help them him do that some things kind of are confusing with how they correlate with him being an author but I just think that's a really cool like similarity and yeah definitely something that I was so obsessed with the idea of the other day like wow I'm so proud of that you know I don't know (laughs) 
but yeah so that's all of me talking about um, how my faith has changed and just a different viewpoint on God as seeing him as an author and um, I don't know that's just makes me it easier for me to comprehend a ton of things about God that I might not have been able to comprehend before so that's pretty cool Okay, I know I just said that I'm like done with talking about that sort of stuff, but I really wanted to mention something really fast um, that correlates with like God being the author. But a ton of people say, you be the author of your own story. And that is true in an aspect, like you have control of how you react to things and like you can react to things in the greatest way possible. That is something that you can like write your own story. And also, I'm sorry if I'm saying like a lot in this episode. I really apologize. But to be completely honest, in another aspect, you can think of God as the author of your story. You know, like some things you just don't have control of and you need to let God take control of certain situations. And so, I mean, I guess both, uh, I don't know, sayings, I guess, <laughs> both sayings are true in an aspect, but I just wanted to kind of think of that because God, you should like give God control and like obviously... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying at this point. But yeah, so now I'm finally done with that segment. Um, If you guys didn't see one of my vlogs on the YouTube channel, I mentioned how I have kind of been obsessed with One Direction recently, and I'm literally... I don't know. (laughs) I am getting people obsessed with One Direction left and right, and I am a devoted fan now, except for the fact that I, like, don't have any merch or cardboard cutouts, and I'm kind of late because they're broken up, which is so sad, but I love One Direction. You should totally go and check them out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm being so awkward now. I actually, today started the One Direction documentary and I've already seen it two times in the past two weeks but I wanted to actually the second time the last time that I watched the One Direction documentary was yesterday and I wanted to watch it again today so maybe that hints at how obsessed precisely I am with One Direction but yeah Well, guys, that is the end of today's podcast episode. I hope you really enjoyed listening to this episode. I know it was kind of all over the place, but I really had fun recording it. Again, make sure to go and check out the YouTube channel. And I have a lot of fun with vlogs and a lot of fun videos coming up, like the 5 a.m. one that I filmed today and this week. Also, go and check out P.S. What's It Like on all podcast platforms or on the podcast platform that you are listening to right now. It's my brother's podcast with another pastor's son and it's a really cool insight to what it's like to be a pastor's son and just a lot about Christianity and stuff which is so cool again thank you so much for listening or if you are seeing a video version on YouTube thanks for watching and see you guys as soon as possible for the next episode bye